Today we're talking about how to get over somebody you never dated as an INFJ. Nowadays I'm married, I have a family, but even now, just off the top of my head, I can think of at least three situations where I was pretty much obsessed over people for years. And all of those situations involved me wanting to be in a relationship with that person and the other person didn't want to have anything to do with me. There was some interest in the beginning and then they sort of ghosted me or there was some awkward situation and it never worked out. And you might think, okay, this is a one-time situation, this applied only to me. But now, since I've been doing these YouTube videos and I've been coaching INFJs for seven, eight years now, uh, you hear this story over and over again. And so it becomes clear this is an INFJ pattern and there is a process to get out of the situation and how to get over somebody. Because what other people tell you will probably not help you. We have heard all of those stories, just let it go, forget about it, that person doesn't have any interest it even goes to such an extent that we're not even telling people what we're experiencing, what we're doing, how we're actually finding out about certain situations because nobody would understand. Today, we're going to look at it from the INFJ perspective, understand what's going on in our mind, why we cannot let go so easily, and how to change that pattern so we finally find a situation that makes us feel good, where things are working out, and we then understand what actually went wrong in all the relationships before. Before we get started, remember I do have a new poster for you, the INFJ Epic Life Formula. It's the basis of the INFJ Epic Life Audio Guide. You find all the information in the links in the description and the poster and the audio guide will help you to catapult your life as an INFJ to the next level. Everything you need to know, you find in the links in the description. So let's start with the basics. Why are we so obsessed with people when it gets to such a place? Well, first off, we have to be aware that we're most of the time obsessed over people who we cannot have. So it is a situation where we imagine somebody could be our solution when in reality they are not. Meaning you, for example, have a crush on Pete, but in the end it's actually Adam, right? What I'm saying here is you think the person that you're thinking about is a certain type of person and you don't actually know this about them. This is just what you think you know. This is what you think is definitely true. I know I thought that. There was nothing somebody could have said to me that would have convinced me otherwise. I knew who that person was. I knew we had a connection. I knew that things could be great for both of us if we would just find a way to be together, to build a future together and all that that entails. But the reality was the other person didn't see it this way. They didn't have the appreciation of what this union could bring. And for the longest time, I thought it was on me to making them understand because it was so obvious that they were unlucky, that they were unhappy, and we could be their solution. We could be their savior, or we together could have such an exciting future ahead. Well, now looking back at it, I actually realized I expected too much of those people. I thought they were my solution when in the end they weren't. And it wasn't even something like I expected too much of them as in I wanted them to do X, Y, and Z. No, it was that I projected so much onto them, so much of the things that I was missing in life that they could never fulfill them. And these projections are super scary to people. I have experienced people projecting stuff onto me. I know you as an INFJ have felt the same way as well. And you know how uncomfortable it is. You know that there is some kind of tension. You know there's maybe some truth to that. Like there is a basis on the attraction. There is a basis on the connection. 
but what you expect of the other person is just too much. And on the one hand, you could say it's not just a projection. It is also the fact that we are very intensely feeling our feelings and we want it all. We want all the intensity and we feel we could fulfill so much of our void through this union and we don't understand how others are not doing the steps to make this happen when we ourselves are so convinced of that is exactly what we both need. So even if that person would actually be able to have a future with you where you both are happy and everything is great, the intensity with which we you know, expect that of the other person, the fast pace that just makes us excited is too scary for other people. We have to remember we are INFJs, meaning we go deep, we go very intense in our own emotional world and we can handle that. We are not always aware of how difficult that is for other people and that most people will never be able to go that deeply with us as we want them to and that it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Very often we think the reason for this is I haven't shown them enough that I cared or I said one thing once that made them afraid or I did something that offended them. When in the end, you're allowed to be human. Of course, you're not going to do everything right. That is not the reason why this union didn't work out, right? But because it doesn't work out, we actually get to hold on to this image of what this could be. See, if it all worked out, you would actually find out the reality of it. You would find out that's a real human being. They're probably not exactly how I thought they were. They have qualities that we don't even know about, but we actually assume there's something else and there is a reality to it. As long as this person stays away, we have the chance to make up this image of what this could be. Because the way our mind works is very particular, right? We have information A, B, and C, and through that information, we built like a system of how this could work, who that person is, how they experience their reality, how you might be able to help them, and all of that. And I'm not saying that we are wrong because we're so often right when it comes to how they feel inside, what they're missing, you know, what would be necessary for them to be more fulfilled or to accept themselves. But we're never going to be able to 100% grasp what is going on. And so we are going to make mistakes and we're also going to want to see it the way, you know, it would make sense to us. And we ignore all the facts that actually contradict that. So if for months that person shows you over and over again through their behavior, no, I don't want to take this further with you. No, I don't think we have a future. No, you're just not the right person for me, psychologically speaking. We look for another reason because in our mind, we know exactly who that person is and we know exactly what they want. Now thinking of all those situations that I went through, I know for a fact that I was wrong. I was right about a lot of things, but those little tiny aspects that actually make the biggest difference, you know, they weren't there because I was expecting them to be something that I was supposed to be. I thought that was a person with ambition. I thought that was a person with drive, with passion, who's filled with intensity and all they're missing is just a connection. When in the end, everything I saw about this person was a part of me. I mean, think about it. Everything that you see in another person comes through your lens. So by default, this person 
isn't who you think they are. We always project, not just INFJs, everybody. But in this scenario, we want them to be so much of our life because we understand that we can project all our wishes onto them. There is a possibility for it because of the distance, because of the way, you know, how they present themselves. It just gives the perfect canvas for the projection of our dreams. And that's when we get stuck because we feel that this is our solution. And I'm not here to tell you that this isn't the solution. It is the solution. You wouldn't be stuck on that person if it wasn't. But what is wrong is that canvas. Because what I know now for sure is that no matter how much you love that person or how big of a crush you have on that person or how much of like soulmates you could be, at the end of the day, another person is never your solution. The canvas is wrong. So the point that I'm trying to make is that we as INFJs tend to be so much in our head that it becomes so easy for us to have this image of, okay, I just sit here, I just think of something, I go into my mind, I actually disconnect from reality and I'm able to feel at peace, right? Because in my mind, it can all make sense. But the reality is, as long as this doesn't become reality, you're always going to feel like something is missing. If that wasn't the case, you would be completely satisfied with, you know, that obsession you had in your mind. That would be all great, but it never is. We always want to find out more. We always want to understand. We always want to make it work somehow. And we're willing to go further and further into that rabbit hole that is actually not getting us anywhere closer to where we want to be. So that being said, how do we actually move on from that person? Well, the first thing I can definitely tell you is don't listen to what everybody else is telling you as in no contact, forget they ever existed, they just don't like you, just forget about them. We hear this all the time from our friends and they have good intentions. And those are things that have worked for other people because they look at the reality of things. They see, okay, that person hasn't called me, that person hasn't shown any interest, therefore that person is definitely not interested and it's easy to move on. For us, it's never that easy because for us, we always read between the lines. It's never that clear cut. If it was, it would be easy for us to move on. But so how do you move on when you're in this in-between state where you're not able to move on with your life, but you're also not able to create the relationship that you're looking for? The best thing to do is to be kind to yourself and understand it's going to take some time. And that at the same time, the best way to go about this is to create that reality that you wanted with that person without them. What I mean by this is, remember how we talked about that person, that image of that person seems like the perfect canvas for our projection of what our life could be, their life, their circumstance. Do you know how often I read comments of INFJ saying, okay, I have somebody that I'm interested in, but they live in another country, they live in another city, they live on another continent. I actually did a video on something like this a while ago and people below this video wrote, you were talking about me, you took me as an inspiration. And I was like, no, you're not going to believe how often I hear this. I was in a relationship with somebody who lived on another continent. What I mean by this is we tend to idealize situations that are outside of our reality. Things that could get us outside of our life because there it has the potential to be better. This typical thing of the grass is always greener on the other side. And for us as INFJs, it's very difficult to actually create the reality that we want 
in the here and now. It's not impossible and it is actually the thing that's going to make you really happy, but it takes some practice and it takes some consistency. It's actually the basis of everything that I do. It's the basis of the audio guide of the bootcamp, right? To create the reality that you want, starting with where you are right now, because we cannot create what we want by just dissociating from our current life and thinking of something else. This might work for other people who are in the here and now all the time, and they need to be able to distance themselves from that and imagine a life better than that so they can take the steps. For us, we do have that vision. We know where we want to go, but since we have no anchor in the current reality, we can't take the steps that will actually get us closer to that. So the next best thing is just something that could take us out of our reality and put us in somebody else's reality and then everything would be great. It wouldn't. And there is a reason why this actually works so well in our mind. It works because it isn't real. It works because that person is at a distance. And because that person is at a distance, we can continue to live our you know, daydreams and our imaginations of what this could be. If that person was interested, if they were in our reality, you know, we would actually see what they're all about and we couldn't, you know, just put those puzzle pieces together the way we like because they're human and they would represent like a reality that we haven't seen before. So the way to get out of the situation is to understand that we can't go cold turkey this way. This is an obsession that you've had for a long time. It is something that made you feel good in the moment. It's an addiction and it won't go away by you just saying, yeah, I'm just not going to engage in that. What we have to do though is, is to create a reality that keeps on getting better. What I mean by this is, let's imagine every single time you think of this potential relationship, you feel a high of, let's say, a five on a scale from one to 10, or let's say even a six, right? And our current reality is on a scale of two. So of course, every moment you possibly can, you will go back into your mind and think of the situation that gives you like this current high of a six, which then gets you back to reality and you understand, no, I'm not really happy. So what we have to do is we have to create a reality that is actually at a step of seven. It has to get us more excited to be in our reality, to work on our reality, to create the life that we want. And that in itself has to feel better than just daydreaming about another person. And this isn't going to happen overnight. So if you say, I cannot forget about this person, then, you know, let that be, allow yourself to go there, but take steps to improve the current state of two to three, four, five, six, and then seven. And I can guarantee you once you've reached a level where you like your life better than that daydream, you will actually see what that person was all about because all the projection that you've put on that person, you're now creating into your own life. You're not using the canvas of what that person could be, but you're using the canvas of your own life. So your dreams become more and more your reality. You start going for a job that is a little bit better than your current one. You start improving the relationships you do have. You improve your living situation and you're not looking for any shortcut that might make you feel so good. And you know, okay, I'm currently working on improving a two to a three. It still isn't going to make me feel great, but it's going to make me feel better than just staying at that two. 
because I know just thinking about that person, it's just a temporary high and it will never make me happy. If you continue that process and you stay consistent because you know that you cannot stay in this situation and you got to do something to make tomorrow a little bit better than today, I promise you it will be less and less difficult to move away from that person. It will be more and more obvious that that person wasn't who you hoped they would be and you will actually start loving your life so much that the only people you think of are people who improve the life that you're already building. You're not looking for an escape. You're looking for somebody to add to the happiness that you are creating. Remember, if you want some more insights into how to take those steps, then check out the INFJ Epic Life Formula. The poster you can download for free is in the link in the description. And if you say, you know, I wanna take it to the next level, let's change my life, let's create the INFJ Epic Life on your terms, then get the INFJ Epic Life audio guide. All the information you find in the links in the description. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch the video, why the INFJ can't find a partner.